Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Hello there, this is Andy Richter, and you have tuned back into the three questions. Uh, today I'm talking to Gary Goldman. Gary is a stand-up comedian, really, really funny guy, uh, actor and author. He's been performing comedy for over 25 years, and in his most recent special on HBO, The Great Depression, Gary spoke very frankly about his experience with depression and hospitalization, and it was an amazing special. He used to combination of stand-up and documentary footage. Gary's first book, Misfit, Growing Up Awkward in the 80s, is available in stores now. Go out and get it. Gary joined us live in the studio, and here is my conversation with the great Gary Goldman. Oh, I come alive when I hear myself through cans. <laughs> what are you in town for? I'm promoting a book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A book um, called Hold Misfit. On. It's Misfit called Cohen. Misfit Growing Up Awkward in the 80s. Yeah. It's nice. Very smooth. Now, was the publishing people, were they uh, very specific about the 80s part? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's like, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind... We worked together on the title, and then they said, you'll also need a, a subtitle, uh, something to go after a colon. Because it seems classier yeah. that yeah, way. it really does. There's so much to be said about this. Yeah. Need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, th and then also, I think, to distinguish from other books that invariably have the same title as your book when yeah. you only use one word. So right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that there's another book called Misfit, but there's right. a huge band called The Misfits. Yes, and there so is. The, yeah, so the subtitle distinguishes it from, from the... I don't know what genre they are. are they death metal. They seem their t-shirts. I think they're punk. Okay, they they're seem. Punk, they yeah. seem okay. Their t-shirts are incredible. Yeah, I want to yeah. become a fan just to wear their t. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Slipknots, the Slipknot thing. I'm yes, like, or the Slipknots, as the, a parent would call them. The Misfits are a band. Uh, like I know the t-shirt way more than I know yes. the band. You know. Yes. But I also think, but they were punks. And I think they also like would wear like big pomp, like weird greased pompadour kind of mohawk things. So yeah, I wonder if they're reminiscent of the of the Cramps, where there was there was a, a punk, but they have also a little kind yeah, of a rock. They have a yeah. little bit of that look, which yeah. I always feel like if you're so supposedly punk, you shouldn't take longer to get ready than I do. <laughs> You know what I mean? I it's know. Like if you're punk and you I don't know. give a fuck and fuck yeah. the world, yeah. but you have right. six cans of Aquanet. Yes, that's what I loved about the Clash. They were wash and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even, but you know, like most of the yeah. you know, suicidal tendencies or whatever, mm -hmm. like the, yeah. uh, you know, the most punk bands, they, right. or even Dead Kennedys, you know, like Jello yeah. Biafra didn't have a, <laughs> a t 
t-shirt, you know, that yeah. probably came off. But, yeah. you know. I've had great luck in following t-shirts, two great bands. In yeah. And that, that I remember thinking the Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt was really cool and the name was great. I was like, let me let me check this out because check this would up. be good. And they were awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were like a band in Chicago that was playing around in Chicago when I was in Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, I saw, I saw them, but like nothing, I, I didn't, you know, like I didn't like go see them all the time, but I definitely right. had friends oh, that's cool. who were super into them and would see them all the time. And so it was just weird when they got to be huge. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. You know, it's it's right. like Urge Overkill was another band. Right. That was around Chicago at that time. Okay. And they acted, you know, you'd see them at like, marie's riptide which is 4 a.m bar you know okay. owned by two old wonderful lesbians and uh just seeing like you'd see urge overkill there and they were totally acting like huge rock stars wow. which i found just i love hilarious that, that they I, were still living that life i, I love that i really yeah. admire that they and believed then, in themselves and, and then billy corgan i haven't seen him in years but i apparently i first met him at an snl party because my ex-wife and I, in those days, we didn't have kids, and we'd go to sure. a lot of SNL parties. Cause, oh, yeah. They're legendary. You know, yeah. Well, and, and it also, like, we could watch the show or go out to dinner or maybe even take, like, a disco nap and then get up <laughs> and and then go. And, like, all the security knew me. So it's like, hey, Andy. Like, I didn't need oh, to check in or anything. Just walk in. It was wow. so, like, you know, I was such, like, a regular yeah. at that Oh, so we would really go to these cool. parties and apparently the first time I met him, I sat next to him for 45 minutes, but I don't remember it. I may have been fucked up, you know, like, sure. I may have been yeah. drunk or high or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, course, yeah. I mean, and I'm by high, I just mean weed. Right. Um, but I didn't remember. And then the next time I saw him, I introduced myself and he's like, dude, you just sat next, you know, you, like you sat, like I didn't, you know, oh, and it's he impressive was so, that remember. so wounded. So sensitive. And then every so time sensitive. I saw him after that. You can that, hear that in disarm. Every time after that, he would be, he would just, he like, didn't even want to talk to me because oh. he was still so upset sure. that I didn't recognize yeah. him. And I just, yeah. I just heard him on Stern a little while ago and it was a great interview. And that poor guy, what a fucking life that guy has had. But yeah. he didn't like. There was one part where he said, like, why he lives in Chicago, uh -huh. and it kind of seemed like it boiled down to that he would get annoyed to go to a restaurant here, and they'd be like, "Oh, they knew it was Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins," but then like an actor who's on a show would come right. in and get smoke oh. blown up their ass more. Oh, wow! And so he's like, "I want to come back here." <laughs> Where I'm treated <laughs> oh, like my word. the rock star that I, he didn't say those words, right? But it sort no, of was no, what I was get implied, it. and I, I was like, it. and then it and it was like, oh, that he still like yeah. really needs the, to be well, you like know this. the insecurity. I the know. insecurity never it's ends crazy. at every level. It's crazy at every level. Yeah, yeah, it never ends. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, does it does it ever wane for you at all? At the very least, I know what my my braggadocio and bravado is where it's sourced. Yeah, that yeah. It, that if I start to brag on myself, I'm like, oh, you're feeling um, invisible right now. So you want to tell people <laughs> they're, they're important. But right, it's usually, right. I mean, it's always with my my family. Everybody else treats me as a human being. My family, when I my my wife's family is is so uh, much more impressed with with my accomplishments whereas my my original family yeah yeah they just when i told my wife's my mother-in-law miss Jeannie, 
I, I said, uh, I finished the book. It's being published September 19th. And she said, she's a black woman from the South. She said, oh, we are blessed. Gary, we are blessed. And my mother said, I'm not making this up. She said, who's the publisher? Who's the, and she's not a member of the literati. She's right, a, I mean, yeah, what would have meant? Yeah. Alfred she's, Knopf. And, the last book she read was V.C. Andrews' Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> and and she, wants to, she wants to know. And, oh. and here's the thing. I know she only knows two or three publishers, so I, so she would just be unimpressed with right, the, right, right. yeah, yeah. It's like because it's because it's not random house, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's an imprint of Macmillan, which does Im, Now, what's an imprint, honey? Is that still a book? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, <laughs> I like. That's, Is that called self-publishing when it's an imprint? I think your mother. I mean, just from material you've done about her and yeah. then seeing her in in. The, it, I, I haven't seen your latest special. Is she is she in that one too, or just no? The the, no, the the depression is, yeah, the, yeah, is yeah. the documentary footage of my mother being completely oblivious to <laughs> my my yeah. clear. Because I wrote this book when I was a kid called the the Lonely Tree, yeah, it's, and it was just this blatant amazing. allegory. And it was about a little tree who was lonely, and the, and the woodland creatures were picking on him and bullying him. <laughs> and, and my mother said, I just thought it was a, a, a capturing tale. Well, but also, too, he then, like, grows beautiful and yeah, becomes the Rockefeller yeah. Center Christmas yes, tree. from tears. Yes. He grew from, from his own tears. tears. I mean, and, yeah, and the fact that she's like, how was I to know? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I also love the title was uh, uh, The Lonely Tree, colon, uh, Cry for Help. A, a cry, that was <laughs> I love, too, that the book, because, you know, it's a little kid's book. And you can see on the cover, there was like some water damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So as yeah. you're paging through it, it's been laminated. Yes. Like she yes. thought enough of yes. the book <laughs> to yes. go and get it laminated. Like this yes. is worth saving, yes. but not worth computing. <laughs> no. Not, not worth, no. you know, like taking no. in and actually no. kind of, you And know. there were books on child rearing. Yes. And they just, she was, it wasn't, it wasn't by Danielle Steele. So yeah, it was yeah, no yeah. interest to her. See, yeah. that, that's an interesting thing too about, you know, like, you, you know, you now that you're, you know, you've talked so much about depression and stuff and been so forthcoming, which is really, really fantastic it's really you know well it helped me when i found out that other people were feeling that well especially people who i imagined because i always thought and, and maybe you grew up with this idea too that the reason i felt depressed was i hadn't done anything worth feeling good about so that if i did something great i would feel good about yeah, myself yeah. and then you hear about these people like including yourself i remember listening to hilarious world of depression where you talked about your um moods and and then Terry Bradshaw, who had won four Super Bowls, and I yeah. ne never was a really big fan. But then he opened up about being depressed, and I thought, oh, but but you're Terry Bradshaw. I know, Don't you I just know. Put on a Super Bowl ring and feel better about I yourself. And I think it, it was. I think it might have been Dan Rather too. Yes. Like, didn't Dan, Dan Rather talk Dan, about he was incapacitated? Yeah. Dan Ra uh, uh, Mike Wallace. Was it Mike Wallace? I think it was yeah, Mike yeah. Wallace. And then uh, William Styron yeah. talked about it and wrote a really good uh, a short short book, perfect for a right, for right. a depressed person. Right, right. It was about 110 yeah, pages called Darkness Visible. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this guy gets it. Yeah. He, yeah. No, but I think because doing that podcast, uh, The Hilarious World of Depression, which is worth checking out. It's yeah, a good with podcast. John Moe. Yeah, John yeah. Moe. Um, and now he has one called Depression Mode. He does. Yeah. Yes. He so does. good. Yeah. Um, 
doing that was like, and I mean, I had never really been cagey about my depression. I mean, not, I, it's not like I, you know, wore a t-shirt or something, (laughs) but, uh, doing that, I, I, and I'm certainly not one to think, well, as a very famous person, I think it's important for yes. me to make. No, I know. I felt the same say, way. I you was know, like, who like cares? my problems. Fuck yeah. you. You know. But, but here's the other thing that I thought people would say: Yeah, of course you're depressed. You're a failure. <laughs> 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 well, they do, and they do. You know, it's like it's like with me. I, I mean, it's not so much anymore, but like, you know, like people would say, like. You know, there's because like I was the I was the lead on three different network yes. sitcoms. No, I know. And people will, you know, and that's and like I was all, the lead on three. And the people would be like, excellent. you were the lead on three sitcoms. What are you doing now? Crawling back to Conan. And I just, just oh, feel like, wow. <laughs> like, oh, people are, are evil. You work at fucking the auto zone. Well, Take it easy. But that's, you know? a, that's that also that sports fan mentality oh, yeah, where yeah. this guy goes, <laughs> misses a few shots. And they're like, your mother should deny <laughs> she ever gave birth to you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Look, oh, yeah, no, oh. it's 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 incredible. But well, but I was what I was bringing up is that I do feel like your mother still is so much in denial. Sure, and my mother wasn't in denial about my depression, just about her her <laughs> hand in it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, no, of course. But my mother, my mother was from a very early age, and this is where I was m- just much luckier than you. She was into therapy. Like when I, when, oh, wow. when I was young, I mean, like I was 12, 13 and we went to, started to go to what she called family counseling was That's what amazing. we called it. And then, and then the guy after a while was like, I think I should talk to you alone, you know? So, that's I mean, a, I was kind of in the therapeutic Yeah, but situation. that's unusual in, in the Midwest at that time. That's it, really it impressive. Really, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and I, and I, an I really, really thank her for that because sure. I never, I never felt you know, I went to when I went away to college and came undone like a fucking cartoon cuckoo clock. Right. Um, in you know, the yeah, Florida Avenue that, dorms yeah, of the University crucible. of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, I there's like, oh, there's a counseling center. I'll go yes, in. Yes, that was my saving to grace too. I a grad student, like the first guy I had was oh, a that's grad so student funny. with all kinds of like religious books and I oh, was wow. like Okay, I'll give you a couple sessions, but because wow. I don't think Jesus is what I no. need right now. No, yeah. that's interesting because I I went to a counseling service at at a Jesuit University. It's a Boston College, is uh-huh. Jesuit, and and my my Judaism rarely came up. And, yeah, yeah. And he didn't really push any kind of any kind of religious techniques for yeah, for yeah, dealing yeah. with your depression. It was it was all very modern psychology and it was just it was really helpful. He was an Irish guy, which is an outlier amongst amongst psychologists, the usually middle aged Jewish men at that time. <laughs> and and so he but his name was Dr. Tom McGinnis and and the football team sent me to him because I had I had finished the the summer training camp and I was like I okay I quit now. Yeah. And the, and so they sent me <laughs> to the therapist and he got me through the season but he i remember so you he, did play yeah wow I, yeah but but i remember him telling the coach he says if i treat him he may not need to play football anymore because i i i think football is kind of a pathology and then, <laughs> <laughs> that you're, you're, at least in my case i was trying to prove my manhood from the, yeah. the equivalent of the high dive board when not knowing how to swim oh wow 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was but So you did play for one year. Yeah. I made it through the spring game and then and then I came to a decision and and stopped playing. But I I finished college and and got did my you, degree. Did it jeopardize your scholarship? I mean, did No, you because they they were again outliers in that they recognized a clinical depression at the level I had oh, wow. as as a medical condition, and so they honored my scholarship, which wow. w- which was incredibly generous and something I'm eternally grateful for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that was ahead of if you're not really depressed. <laughs> it was ahead of the curve yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of because I'm sure I'm sure now it's it's a it's well I know sometimes you'll take a medical leave from school and they won't yeah. and they. They won't expel you, but back then, I I don't think every college was was yeah. honoring scholarships for people who were. I think the term within that community was a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know like when you talk about football too, because I played right in high school. I yeah. started playing in high school, and yeah. it was the same thing. You're large. Yeah, get over here. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah, and and join our little fucking lord of the flies summer camp oh my you know, god yeah where yeah. you see your friends turn into monsters it's so interesting know? because i would tell people i'm get, kind of being bullied on this football team and they're like no no, no football players are the bullies yeah. how can you i'm saying no they need to, when, when the class is not yeah. in session they need somebody to pick they on can't it's, turn yeah. that off you don't turn that <laughs> yeah. shit off you yeah know? so there were there were i mean there were strata even among the the football team and, yeah, yeah. and it was just oh my gosh they it Oh, there's that, never ended the, in Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. There's that transition from, and it's such a hilarious thing about students versus the versus faculty rugby oh, yeah, game. Yes. Oh my god! And the yes, kids are yes, just yeah, getting yeah. brutalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a smash cut to the battlefront of World yeah. War One. Yeah. And I was like, I I saw that as a kid, and I was like. Oh my God! I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. That's a, because yeah, the media, two a days pra- football practice to me, it yes. was uh, it was just yeah. the meaning of life and life of Brian. Those are my two favorite. I mean, I love the the Holy Grail, but the the uh, life of Brian, my yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that yeah. just I can watch that over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is so fun, yeah, and it's yeah. well, and just you know, yeah, just because it's so. You know, the life of Jesus yeah. is like so sort of totemic yes. to Western civilization. Yes. You know? so yeah, it's, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 But yeah, football was, and, and you, I remember when I first saw the, uh, the Great Depression, the getting your bell rung. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that happened yeah. to me yes. five times. Oh, me too. Five times. Me too. To like, I, I think I talked about it uh, once on here where, I could actually feel the mass of my brain go back and forth. Totally. Like this like a sloshing gel yes, yes. inside my skull. Yes. And just feeling like I don't think that's good. No, it's it's bad and it was a it was the the, the a badge of courage. Yeah. And the and the kids would celebrate it and yeah, the coaches yeah. would celebrate it. And it was just insane. Oh. Insane. In practice yeah. in practice. My sophomore year, sophomore scrimmaging the freshman, and one of the sophomores uh, just took a freshman's knees out, <gasps> and the kid's kneecap was on the side of oh, his leg. Oh, God. And he comes back, and other guy, and these are like kids I grew up with, they high-five him wow. for fucking up a 14-year-old uh, kid's yeah. no, leg, you yeah. know? Lord of the Fox. That kid was out yeah. the rest of the yeah. year. And I yeah. don't even know if he came back. But yeah. 
Yeah, I, they were just lining up with boulders to drop on Piggy. And <laughs> my, uh, my, the end of my uh, football career happened where at the end of one of the school years, we had a new coach coming in, and our team, you know, it was a, very, it was a small school, but we were good at football. Yeah. We're state champs at wrestling when wow. Dennis Hastert was our head coach. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis wow. Hastert was the head coach of the wrestling team. And then and, Speaker of the House, right? And then Speaker of the House. Oh, my word. I don't know if convicted, but, you know, like, tear all kinds of horrible oh, yeah, sexual yeah, yeah, abuse yeah, charges. Yeah. yeah. And Because they're sadists. Yes. And this, <laughs> and well, what was so, when I read coverage of it, there was, they, in, like, some of his victims talked about how the fact that he used to watch them in the showers. I was in that locker room. Yeah. And I remember... There, I, I remember because you, you had to kind of walk around. There was sort of like a little ante room, and you took a right turn to go into the showers. And there was this big green naugahyde chair in that little ante room that I saw there, yeah, all the time. And yeah. that, you know, never thought about it, but it was always there. And then I hear this, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Wow, that's the pedophile chair!" You know? Yeah. Like, oh my god! It was so. I mean, this is eerie because when I played eighth and ninth grade basketball at our at our junior high school, there was a there was a, a a glass booth in the center of the shower area that had you could look right into the boys' showers. And there was this rumor about this coach. He was my basketball coach. Yeah, that he he loved to watch the kids shower. And I was like, you just don't like gym teachers. Yeah, yeah. And and now I think two summers ago. About sixty kids came forward about about sexual alleged sexual abuse from this from that guy ma- from that exact man, and it's just and I I just am so grateful to heaven. I mean, maybe he knew I was a snitch. I don't know what was <laughs> was going on, but yeah. I, I, I'm just so grateful because yeah. he he ruined so many lives. It's it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It's so twisted and sick, and and oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's and I mean, and that is at least something too that you know you've you've talked about how the, there is a change in attitudes bullying is a more difficult thing yes it's get, it's really yes. harder to be a bully yes. now you know yes and um and it's it's another yet another thing it's like that kind of abuse it is it's a lot harder to get away with yes. you know yes. i mean there Thank are heavens. still people that yeah. want to you know yeah that want to protect coach right you yes. know like yes. coach says we got to yes. do what coach says coach right. is, you no, know i know and it's just i know yeah yeah this, this blind devotion yeah was never healthy it's a, it's a good yeah. system for coach oh yes yeah yeah it works yes. well for coach yes. Yeah. yes 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 just i i was lucky i had two good coaches in high school of sports and then i had a basketball coach who was yeah. also verbally just verbally abusive and which is demean and 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 without ever building you up it was just the tearing down yeah, there was yeah, never yeah. any building up and it was and it was just yeah, oh you're my missing god a yeah, part. yeah yeah i don't yeah. have time for just, that part yeah and it just it ruined this this sport that brought me so much joy yeah and and we played well despite this guy who was an enemy yeah 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 i, I was telling you that when i quit there was a coach that came in at the end he got hired and he said next year we're, he had a meeting at the end of the year he said next year we're going to win state and we're going to really work hard and he said and he said you know the ihsa which was the high school athletic association they won't allow us to start two-a-day practices until 
you know, sometime in August. There was like yeah. a, a hard right. date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you yeah, couldn't yeah. practice there, before that. There were some he rules. Said, yeah. So he said, like, so throughout the summer, we're going to have um, voluntary weight training and conditioning uh, five days a week for two hours a plus here at the school, you know, five o'clock, you know, dinner time yeah. after dinner. And he said, uh, and I think you all know what voluntary means. <laughs> and all these kids go like, ha, ha, ha. like we understand. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this motherfucker just took your summer. Like, yes. are you kidding me? Wow. And I decided like, I'm not good for you. I'm not playing. Yeah. And I went home and again, God bless my mother and my stepfather. I think it was my stepfather that said it. I told him what he'd said. And my stepfather went, well, you're going to quit, aren't you? <laughs> oh, that's amazing yes oh yes, good I for am. him so i got oh, a job wow. at the grocery store you know, oh wow and and, and worked a, at the grocery store. that's a much and better was, way to spend a summer and was ostracized oh yeah was yeah was very yeah, very felt very much on the outside that's what happens with cults yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you leave yeah. the cult and yeah and the cult yeah. members they look down on you yeah, yeah but i mean I, it wasn't like i was completely shunned but i certainly oh yeah yeah, yeah. was like yeah it was but, a palpable difference in terms of like when when i quit football i remember the I mean, these were pretty sharp kids, and they were, they might not have all been great students, but they were all they were all pretty funny and sharp and things. And and I remember one guy saying, and he was kind of half kidding, and he said, uh, "So you're not playing football?" I said, "No, I'm not playing anymore." He says, "You can do that. You can, st <laughs> you can just stop playing." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> well, it is, is like a as a kid, you don't think you can, yes. you know, and especially when you grow up in like such a sports culture. Yes. I, and I mean, my 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 siblings and their kids, their kids are in it too. Uh, it's a much more sort of, seems like a much more joyful thing for yeah. them. Uh, like the kids really do enjoy it, but it's so consuming. Yeah. And now, and it's like, there isn't just little league. There's like, you know, right. talk to my sister oh, yeah. and she's like, we're driving to Nashville for a softball tournament. Yes. For your kid's yeah. 14. Yeah. And and bringing the personal trainer. Yeah. Or to, what? Yeah. yeah to work out in the hotel crazy. room. I it's mean, crazy. The, the one saving grace in all these things, whether it's a bad job or, or a lousy sport, was that I, I would I would find other people who didn't really yeah. <laughs> fit in yeah, were yeah. overwhelmed and and I just uh, th there was one kid who was the only honor student on a team of 90 kids he was an honor student which was a really competitive program but he was also six foot six and 310 pounds yeah and he used to during training camp post top 10 lists like Letterman every morning and they were so inside and so funny about things coaches have said and and or people within the dorms that were staying in. It was just like, oh my gosh, this guy. Like you would put these... it on a piece of paper yeah, yeah, on a yeah, bulletin yeah, yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like the, the equivalent of, of the um, uh, Martin Luther's uh, <laughs> <laughs> declaration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. declaration. Yeah, that, 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 that they give hope to, to misfit Catholics. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he, he would put these up there and it, and, and it just, it was something I looked forward to every day. His name is, is uh, Kevin McLaughlin and his, his, uh, his wit and charm were, were just incredible. So yeah. I, I stayed friends with a couple of guys like that over the years. And, they, and there was one senior who used to take me every Friday after practice. 
apprentice to get comic books downtown yeah. and and which when you're 19 i think it was 18 when you're with a 23 year old you, he's pretty much your father at that yeah. point like he just knew the whole scene and that there was a a, a a quarterback who was really nice to me he was like the a big man on campus yeah but, but just had that that ability like, like certain kids of a certain age should just be kind to everyone and within football it's it's just uh it's so meaningful and, yeah and really stood out to me yeah 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 no it's a it's amazing like what you talk about you know just about being a sensitive kid and i right. imagine that's a big part of your book yes um it is it is true and i kind of like i i still feel like if i go to a, a party at someone's house and like all the men are sitting around in one group and you know all the women are I'm like, I got to go talk to the gals because yeah. I, these guys are going to, I'm just going to sit there and be like, ugh. I know. Ugh. My, yeah. I was, ugh. yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. My, my best friends were, were all these daughters of my mother's friends uh -huh. growing up and they'd be a little bit older and they'd, they'd take me under their wing and we'd do crafts and, and, <laughs> and, but, but they also had great senses of humor. So they, they had like Steve Martin albums, also the Barbara Streisand and funny sure, girl, yeah, funny yeah. girl show right, tunes right, and right, stuff. Right. They'd play that, but also SCTV was really big in, in when I was a, Growing up, in addition to Saturday Night Live, so I was very fortunate to have a, a, a lot of buffers in in my life because it, there was just so much toxic masculinity yeah. back then, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and to be sensitive back then, people just didn't didn't understand it. Didn't, and it, yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I wish I could have told myself, you you can get to a point where you don't have to do that stuff anymore. Yeah, like you can you can engineer your life where yeah. like you'll be around like. A, a lot, a lot of like women and artsy men and and, and gays, you yes. know. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and oh, you I know. don't have to do I this know. anymore. And it, and it relieves so much tension yeah. and, and anxiety. And and I, I was I was thinking about this as you were talking about that. It's just that the way we look is so. It's great for TV in its efficiency, but then they make up their minds about the us the second they see oh, us yeah, yeah. and 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 so they see a really tall big guy and they're like oh athlete man's man yeah and, yeah. and it's like no i no. I, I rug hook <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like michael's you're at michael's yes. you're at yes. michael's not yeah, at, yeah. at the hot wing <laughs> sports bar yes yeah, i have yeah. a glue gun and i and i get and i collect seashells to to <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to make collages out yeah, of it yeah, yeah i'm not my yeah my my uh exterior belies a, a very yeah. soft interior I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use Fresh Step Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. <laughs> right, Tiger? That's a yes. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. 
Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Can't you tell my loves are growing? You know, in research and just, I don't know much about your dad. Like what? Oh, interesting. How your dad, I mean, because, and 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 I, I'm not aware of you really even ever met. I mean, I'm, I hear about your mom and you talk about your yeah. mom, but I, and I know you were raised. Sure. Because he's a single was, mom. Yeah. My, my dad left when I was one and a half. So I wow. would see him on, on Sunday. And it was v- very interesting because I talked in the, in the uh, special about the, 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 in the, the new one. Uh, the last, the Great Depression that we oh, were talking about okay. earlier, where I said that the sound of the sixty minutes, yeah, 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 would would make me panic because I was so uh, depressed about going to school and anxious about school. But it also was the time in the day on Sunday when my dad would leave for the for the week, and I, and and so I would miss him. And but also there was this chaos in that it was time for him to write out a check for the alimony and child support oh, for wow. my for my mother. So there were there were frequently at around seven o three there were arguments yeah, yeah, or yeah. or complaints about money. So that there was just a it was it was fraught. But my my dad was he a, was he a bad parent? Certainly, but <laughs> but he was a good person. Like he was a yeah. kind, ethical man, and and he was greatest generation. He he's no longer with us, but he 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 never had to rely on the a lot of the the because they defeated Hitler. We give them a pass on a lot of their mm-hmm. on a lot of their their uh, racism, sexism, misogyny, right, right, right. and homophobia. Yeah. It's just but that they defeated Hitler. While sharing a lot of the similar ideas, yes, exactly. Yes, and and but they but Andy, they were able to put their sames aside, and and defeat Hitler, <laughs> and and then come back and and lean yeah. into Jim and Crow. The differences, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Get and, back to where yeah. they started. Yeah, yeah. But they they said, well, it, it gives us a chance to express our nationalism and our love of rifles. So sure, we'll go over there and we'll we'll, we'll kill we'll kill Germans, and then we'll apply a, yeah. a lot of. The Some Italians yeah. do. <laughs> Japanese, they'll be easier to kill. You know, yes. they're much more easily othered. Yes. You know, yes, it's easier to dehumanize them. Anyhow, th- that my father, I never heard him say anything derogatory about any race, creed, women. He was a very polite and just a, a kind, thoughtful man, and and so I, I admire that he was a great ro- role model in those terms. But in those days, most dads did not know their kids that well, even mm-hmm. if they lived in the same house with mm-hmm. them. They, they, And so I was only seeing him for four or five hours and occasionally he'd take me to a, a ball game once a, a summer in the middle of the week or something like that. But we didn't, I felt, I felt very safe around him and I felt comfortable around him, but I didn't feel he really knew me. And most of the time we would be together, he would tell me stories of his childhood, which nine out of 10 stories were about him either beating somebody up or getting beaten up. And it was just, it was, he grew up in the Bronx in the, in the twenties and there were fights every day. And like a street so, Jew. 
Plus, he was a he was a street Jew, yeah. which people don't understand now yeah, that they yeah. they existed. But within my family, because they were so much older, we had a, we ran the spectrum of Jews. My mother's twin brother had this job where he was able to get us electronics so we were poor but we had a good tv and sometimes we had a stereo because he was a burglar yeah he he would and and then later a fence like so he would receive stolen merchandise the heat would would be on so he'd distort at my yeah, mom's yeah, and, yeah. and so one one winter we had a pinball machine in our in our kitchen that was it was it was from in an, the kitchen yeah it was from an arcade <laughs> we didn't have room anywhere else for it and he said just hold on to this for a few months until i find a until i find a buyer most of the time it's a gun hold so, on no yes, this is hold yes. on to this pinball this machine. was a pinball machine and then i had a gumball machine that was clearly stolen from the front of a grocery store it it it, 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 it was it was not a, 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 remember the thanks for the gumball Popeye? Yeah, Those yeah. Those plastic ones, right? Yeah, sure. From no, this was a, a a grocery store gumball machine, and it it was just it was very exciting. But at the at the, the same time, we we didn't we we lived a, a very modest means, except we had a pinball machine from your mafia uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't mafia. He was but just whatever. he was yeah, just a yeah, low level yeah. gangster right, who, right. who who grew up in a neighborhood where where people needed cheap right, things and right. they didn't need a receipt or yeah. a box or or a warranty. So, well, it is like I can't yeah. remember what it's in a movie. I don't know if it's a jazz singer or or ragtime or something. But there's like it's a it's a Somebody explaining like the the Jewish immigrant in America, you know, you 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 take a nickel and you buy, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you yeah. buy an apple Just, or yeah, you know yeah, apples, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you sell the apples and profit, and eventually you buy a bolt of cloth, and then you make a shirt, you know, yes, and like yeah. working with yeah. it's like the, the, yeah, the explanation. Your uncle the, was just yeah. like, yeah. he didn't buy anything; he just stole no. stuff. Yes. It was the same yes. thing. It was like it, yeah. was, it was the Bugsy Siegel yeah. method. Yeah, <laughs> His industry yeah. is like uh, I'm, uh, I got to get started somewhere. Oh, I'll steal something. Yeah, another yeah, yeah. another great story was was that he he got a job at the at the post office as a as a custodian, which was uh -huh. a which it was a government job so it was a great job to have sure and he and he said it was a it was a job back in those days in boston you would pay for a, a position in the government sure you would, you would uh, people still do yeah that. okay yeah, i didn't yeah, realize yeah. that but he said you would yeah you would grease the 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 select man everybody needs a taste yes. yeah yeah <laughs> he needs to wet his beak yeah yeah like, like don fanucci and yeah. so he he got this job as, as a custodian and then he said one day i was shoveling snow in the in the park or as you put it in the parking lot, and a <laughs> and a Sears truck, Sears, yeah. a, a Sears and Roebuck truck. Roebuck had not the, the, the famous schism between Sears and Roebuck hadn't hadn't happened yet. They hadn't fallen out over creative dis differences. So he says a Sears and Roebuck truck was backing up, and and it hit me in the hip, and I thought my day has arrived. <laughs> And, and so he he, he took the law. He went down. He took the lawsuit, and he and he bought it. And he bought a, a, a duplex with the money, and he had a tenant, and he and so he had he had beach, income. He had income. He had beachfront property in Situate, Massachusetts. Then a blizzard knocked that out. He took the insurance money and upgraded. I I, I mean, he just was. Wow. A, uh, my mother called it. We he was. He's a wheeler dealer. That's what she. <laughs> that's what she would say. But I was like, no, he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal. <laughs> he's a scumbag, mom. That's that's what you call it. That's a scumbag. Yeah.
But so, I mean, did your dad, I mean, do you feel like your dad was in any way sensitive to what you were going through? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But his initial uh, intent or plan was to make me tough. Yeah. And so he would say, if anybody fights you, you go out there. And if you don't fight them back, they're going to pick on you the rest of your life and you'll, yeah, you'll yeah. die a coward. And then when I, I remember when I was 11 years old, a, a boy beat me up and, and I come this in, the, in fifth grade in the, in the book, it's, it's the chapters are each grades of, of school. So in the fifth grade, I was beaten up and, and, but an, an adult broke up the, the fight but I had already lost. I was crying and everything. And the, and the adult was my mom. She had come. She never picked me up. But this day, she picked me. She came to pick me up from school, and she broke up the fight. And then, and then I so I had a black eye, and I went to my father's uh, condominium or apartment on on Sunday. And and I I I was like, he's gonna ask me about the eye. There's no way I'm. Gonna, so right, what right. happened to the eye? And I was like, maybe I could lie and say I was hit by a baseball or I did that. And I said, well, I got, I lost a fight. And 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 he said, um, and he didn't say you have to you have to avenge us and and seek revenge and beat the kid up. He says, oh son, I'm sorry that happened to you. And it was it was the kindest yeah. th thing I, I remember that that he understood. He I felt like he knew. Oh, this my boy is not a my right, boy right. is not a fighter. And 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 I, I I'll change tack. Yeah, tack. Is tact. that the tact? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think um, no tack. Tack, it is tack because it's, it's like a, a sailing boat. thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. change tack course. Yeah. I should have just said course, and then we wouldn't have to right, debate. Right. Yeah, but it is interesting because tack, like tactive, yeah, is it, mm, tactic. Mm, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Welcome to wordplay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, did do you think? I mean, did you have like a seeking a father figure kind of thing? Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So I, I mean, from coaches and other friends, parents. So there were, there were a lot of, there were so many dads in the neighborhood and some yeah. of the dads only had girls or some of the, one of the, one of the dads didn't have a, a, a boy my age. So he yeah. embraced me and I, and I would, he, I mean, he, he kind of used me a little bit in that I would, he would ask me to skim his pool he had an above ground pool. He would ask me to skim his pool, and 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 he would talk to me and give me advice and things like that. But I would be skimming the pool at the same time, and the no money was never exchanged. But he gave me some wisdom and he gave me some yeah, some yeah. insight, and and uh, a, a lot of it was just a, about certain things like uh, giving giving somebody at a restaurant that you can't get a table at a, a, a sawbuck. Which I, I don't even know what denomination that is, is but he used the term I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. He used the term sawbuck, and I was like, yeah. "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask another middle aged man what that <laughs> means." But he says you can't get a table. But here's the thing: I've never used that information yeah, or thought about right, that. Right. I think it's a shitty thing to do, and, <laughs> and it's so so tacky. But it, but he, he and and I'm I'm trying to think of some some other useless advice that was that was given and 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 just um the 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 door test of course which they did in the bronx tale where you where you unlock the door for the for the woman and then you go around and if she doesn't open up your side then she's selfish and you should break up with her and and and, it, and it's like uh well my father's car that i would use it had it had automatic so i'm opening up the thing these things were were useless and also yeah, yeah. maybe she's maybe she's nervous or maybe she wasn't given the same. Wait, test I don't. Or I don't. Like I'm that. not familiar with this test. The you, door test. If you if you so you take a girl out on a uh, or a, a member of your own 
sex. Uh, I, I hate to have you go on a date. You go on a yeah, date. Yeah. Well, but and I he, mean, yeah. but th- this door test is is cis het. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you 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 open up their you unlock their door and you open up the door for them and then they get in and then your door presumably is still locked on the other side. Oh, and if they don't unlock it for you by the time you come around, then they're selfish and it. But there could be a number of explanations. Right, for exactly. Why they, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and and it just se- seems like you're weeding out a lot of uh, potential partners. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I always found like the. Uh, the sort of chivalry of a woman sitting in a car and waiting for you to get out and go all the way around the car and then open the door for her. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like she, but also it's condescending. Oh, it's yeah. It's, it's like yeah. you're so helpless, you're so helpless, and weak. <laughs> Such a tiny little bird creature. Yeah, I could never open yes. this Buick Century door. I know, you know, and they, they, they and eventually the door became manageable. Yeah, and they, yeah, <laughs> right, around, right, right. And around there were power locks. Yeah. yeah, and around ni- nineteen eighty-five or nineteen eighty-six, yeah. you, you didn't need a friend to open up the, the yeah. uh, a two-door car yeah, yeah, yeah. across the big bench seat, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and pop the lock. Yeah. yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, this isn't Jay Leno's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Can't you tell my love's a I mean, you talk about it, but I mean, it is, you know... To still be as much of a sports fan, mm-hmm. my, I mean, this might just be me being a little too a little too unsubtle, but I mean, you're a huge sports fan, yeah. but, you know, sports culture is pretty, you know, I've fuck w- you. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've withdrawn a, a lot of my allegiance from football after, after the, uh, the coach of the New England Patriots and the owner the, the, when uh, make America great again hats and, yeah, and all yeah, this, yeah. I was like, I can't support this. Yeah. This is this is yeah. antithetical to everything I believe in. So I stopped watching football, and and of course it was right about the time the Patriots stopped winning Super Bowls every time. <laughs> so <laughs> it was convenient. <laughs> it was very convenient that yeah, they yeah. fell apart. And then the, the baseball was a similar thing where they were not very supportive of their Latin American players, and in, yeah. in terms of them not wanting to go to the White House during that time. So yeah. Pop- Politics gotten gotten the way of my sports, so I really I always love basketball because I I don't feel it's a blood sport in the yeah, way that yeah. hockey and football and in right. some cases baseball is. So I I feel like that that's the the sport I settled on that I would follow. And I I I don't know much about soccer. It seems like a, a beautiful game, but it also seems to have in in some cases this fascist component. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, you can't have that many. You know that. <laughs> That many men 
yes, do anything exactly. without like some yes. kind of <laughs> some kind of barbarity rearing its head or some yeah. kind of us versus them or yeah. you know are you a cubs fan uh, yeah, I like the Cubs, but yeah. I, I become more of a Dodgers fan because I yeah, oh, I, I love I gotta, the Dodgers. Well, they're such a fun team to they watch. They really are. And baseball actually is the only because I really, I, I mean, I didn't even care that much about sports. And as a kid, like I, you know, my stepfather had Cubs tickets, and and we would go, and they were good seats. But I mean, it's like after the hot dog. After yeah. the Cracker Jack, yeah. After you know, it's like by the fourth inning, it's like for a for a eight year old, yeah. Like and especially, and I mean, you know, my stepfather and I, he was he was a perfectly nice man, but we never really, you know, he and my mom got married when I was nine. Okay, and uh, and, and I, but we never really connected. Did you call you know? him dad? Uh, no, I called him Stan. Oh, I love it. I called him Stan. And yeah. uh, and his, and it, it wasn't ever like he tried to, right. you know, and, and, and then he and my mom had uh, twins, my brother and sister. Okay. And I mean, they called him dad and we just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so, but I mean, yeah. and it was just weird because it was like, he was Stan to me and he was dad yeah. to my brother and sister. It's interesting because I I called my dad dad and because my brothers were were trying to overthrow the regime I yeah, think yeah. they called him Phil. Oh wow. And I I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is this is really irreverent, but also I couldn't imagine. I I thought, "Wow, the balls on these guys yeah. to call their dad Phil." Yeah, yeah. And I just knew he wouldn't have tolerated it from from me. And yeah. and all, but I even when I got old enough to some older people call their parents by their first name, I was like, "No, he's dead." No, I could. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. And if my, one of my kids wanted to call me Andy, I don't think I would. <laughs> no. I mean, I would I would just suffer no. in silence. Yes, but, of course. Know. But they got to, with me, my kids, I don't have any kids, but we're, we're working on that. But I, I, I wonder if, if I, I would have to be in a, in a level of dementia where I would tolerate that. They, they would have yeah. to know that, that because I would express my d deep, um, pain and hurt yeah. from being undermined right <laughs> yeah well i think it's really undermining i think that's a, that was the either subconscious or conscious oh yeah yeah move yeah no there's all kinds of yeah all kind i mean i i recently got remarried and i married a single mom so i now have a three-year-old i have a that's 22 year old an 18 year old and wow. a three-year-old and she uh is the only kid she, uh, my, my wife has an older brother and sister and, uh, and grandma and grandpa, they all live local. Uh -huh. uh, my wife is a local and she runs those people. The three-year-old runs those people. Wow. And, and I mean, and I'm not like a particularly harsh taskmaster as a dad. Yeah. In fact, like my son who's 22 and kind of, you know. Like when you're 22, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know, like you're just oh, I lost. Know. And I then know. He, and he had COVID thrown into the middle of college, which right. just oh, is even more brutal. Yeah, it's just such an extra wrinkle on yeah. an already torturous development period in everybody's life. Yes. Um, but uh <laughs> he recently was kind of like, I wish you'd been a little harder on me. Oh gosh! I'm like, well, honey, you need a different dad, man. Because <laughs> oh, that's so good. Like, I just sorry, you know. <laughs> that's so you know, good. I just, you just, yeah. you, I'm, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I can't have the energy Hell, of 
of like, you know, I expect something of you. I'm, uh, what no, I, I expect, yeah. what do you want to do? You know? No, his his mind will, will change oh, on that. Because his mind changed at, after we right, talked about yeah. it for 12 seconds. Yeah, totally. Because I also was kind of like, really think about it. Yeah. You wish that I had been an asshole who like tried to force you to do things that you didn't want to do, you know? Totally. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, and I, quite frankly, I'm as a father, I've always been a little bit lost. Yeah. At when do you really push them beyond where they're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And it's like, well, it's good for you. Yeah. I mean, obviously right. eating healthy food. Yes. Taking vitamin, you know, yes. like being healthy. Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, but like my kids, like <laughs> took, when my son was really little, we went to see, I mean, I'm talking five, six years old. Uh -huh. We went to see one of his friends soccer game. And I said, and it was all kind of designed to be like, do you want to, you know, like, let's go see right. Oscar play soccer. And then we'll, you know, and I, and I said to him, like, I was like, would you want to play soccer? Yeah. And we'd been watching it for a while. And he went like, I don't want to do anything where there's other parents yelling. <laughs> That's so I good. Was, I was like, that is I, so good. I agree. Wow. Yeah, I truly agree. Wow. Yeah. I never had a choice with, with little league. No, I, I just, I just went cause your brothers me went. Yeah, me and too. And you'll, yeah. Yeah. I li but I liked, I mean, I like playing. Little I really, league, I, you know, I did enjoy it, but I got incredibly anxious. It, yeah. It, I, I love that I movie did, Parenthood yeah, with too. Steve Martin. It was the it came out in the nine uh, eighty eight yeah, or eighty nine, yeah. and, and, and he had a son who didn't he didn't excel at Little League, and he was yeah, so yeah. patient with him and so understanding, and he and he just there were no parents who did the type of thinking you did, where you think, well, should I or how yeah, far yeah. Is it? that 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 makes you a better parent already because you're at the very least ambivalent and probably frequently. Uh, multivalent about <laughs> about how you're going to bring up these these kids and yeah. my mother just they they there was a blueprint given by their parents and they made a little bit improvement over in the, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that they didn't didn't beat them and <laughs> right, exactly. didn't beat us uh, exactly uh, provided except, dental care yeah, you yes, know? <laughs> yes yes didn't didn't lock them in things to yeah, prevent yeah, them yeah, from yeah. misbehaving so there was that upgrade but in in terms of understanding or empathy with your kids my my mm -hmm. my parents had did not have that that gear and i had i had a huge realization when i had kids i mean the t realization upon realization the minute the first one came out and was dry yeah uh, you know <laughs> it was like holy shit the stuff that my dad did you know yeah. it just it, yeah. I, things that never yeah. occurred to me and one of the things that i realized is like just the lack of respect <laughs> That is shown that was shown towards children. Yes. Like at, at, like to where Yes. Uh oh, you don't want that too bad. Yeah. You know, just it was like a world of fuck you, do it. Yes. Cause I say so. It was a world of cause I say so. And I didn't I just felt like I don't I don't think that's right. I mean I because I have and, and I mean I'm certainly not like some big rebel throwing Molotovs in the street. But I fucking can't stand authority. Yeah. People telling me what to do or just same. Oh yeah. my god, it makes me yeah. fucking berserk yeah. inside. Yes. You know? Yes, completely. Who the fuck are you yes. to tell me? I know. know? Yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's interesting because my 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 brother always complains about my dad in a similar way to what your son said. My my brother 
Rick will always say, Dad, just he believed that everything we did was was uh, the greatest, and he was so complimentary. And then we get in the real world, and we have a rude awakening, and he didn't prepare us. And I thought, no, he was giving us an oasis in yeah, a world that was right, going exactly. to remind us all the time. Yeah. That and and also the the subtext that my brother was missing is that Dad loved us, yeah. and saw saw greatness in us, yeah. and. and and it was us who said, "No, we're we're the useless." And yeah, and didn't yeah, get, yeah, yeah. And it, it just went. And also, my dad was an outlier in that he was super affectionate physically and told us he loved us all the time. Yeah, all the time. And and sometimes I think my older brother viewed that as as softness, or that he was a really? mark, wow, or something like that. Wow, it was, wow. It was re- yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. Wow. Yeah. Did your dad remarry? Just out of curiosity. He did remarry. Yeah, and yeah. he had this wonderful wife who, out of respect to my mom, I always called Jan. Yeah. Right, rather than uh, mom, mom or stepmom or anything like yeah, that, because yeah. it would have killed my 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 mother was so jealous and competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but she was a lo- lovely woman who, much the way uh, Jesus seemed to have mellowed uh, Old Testament God, I believe I believe, uh, <laughs> I, believe Jan, I believe Jan mellowed my mellowed my dad right, right. in that in that it, it was no coincidence that he he was much more empathetic about me be getting my ass kicked after he had married her than yeah. before. That he was he was much more street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she might have been, you know, kind. Yeah, like kindness right. can really yeah. shift your attitude. Total. About, yes. You know, totally and gentle and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think my it was my, I think it was my father's first serious relationship was my mother and he and neither of them were prepared for what was and they in, were probably involved. Young, they bet. were he was thirty, she was oh. t- twenty. Uh, I think, and so she just, I, I mean, it, it's so interesting. My mother's idea of what a husband is is just pretty much somebody who provides and, and doesn't cheat. And leaves. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and leaves you alone. Yeah, than, you know. <laughs> leaves you alone other yeah, than yeah. that. And so, but but now, I mean, thank God my wife expects much more than yeah. paying the rent. Yeah. That, that, I'm a, <laughs> that I'm a full partner and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and listen, so that that's a, yeah, that's a great lesson. And I and I think my dad learned that from his, from his second wife. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that you you and your wife are you know are working on having kids. I did yeah, hear that, that right? Yeah, in that uh we want to to freeze eggs. She's a little bit younger and she's not uh she wants to have the children within the next 2 years. So yeah. she wants to freeze uh What's embryos. How old are you and I'm 53 and she's 36. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh so she doesn't want to have kids next year but Right. But, no. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my 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 wife had uh it was 43. Wow! When she had a, oh, that's a, great and she had, him, uh, had her on her own. So amazing, yeah, yeah. which is like it's funny because just just in the you know while I was divorced and dating like women, you know, grown professional women who sure. were going through that kind of thing, yeah, and and feeling like it can't be done, and and then now kind of running into them and being and saying, yeah, I married a woman that uh, had a child at forty three, and and they're just I can just see them being like. Part of them going like, oh, it is possible. Hooray. And then part of them being like, oh, no, you know, I like, know. just yeah. like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. somebody actually went and did it. Now right. I have to, you know, it's like when yeah. you, something that you always think you should do. And then right. you see somebody like for, you know, like, yeah. like for me, like writing a book, like yes. see, hearing you and like you wrote a book, like there's yes. part of me that's like, wow, great going, Gary. Ugh. 
Oh, I understand I can't that. Do anything. I understand that, yeah. but I I had a friend. Do you know the comedian the actress uh, Jacqueline Novak? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So she wrote a book called Weeping in Public. Yeah. And she said to me, she, she did that. She did that. Show. And they get on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw that. Extraordinary. Oh my god! Yes. It's so funny. She's yeah. so talented and yeah, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a genius with words amazing, and writing and, and, and yeah. story. So she she dragged me to write a, a what do they call it a, a book proposal yeah she said this is how you do it this was mine and please do this and and it was just so generous so so i i'm sure you have better options than me but i would be <laughs> i would be glad to I'm be the really, person to, to really. hold your hand through this because it is so it, it's really edifying and it was very helpful in coming to terms with a lot yeah. of the, the the trauma but also recapturing some of the joy and also i think where you have children i think that will be very meaningful for them to yeah read it and and it's a great outlet and it, and it's a great it's a great source of of um uh understanding of of this idea of th- I kept a secret for a long time about how sick I was depression wise. Yeah. And then I found that when I told everybody I felt much better. And yeah. th- there's a lot of that in, in here too, that I yeah. tell these stories that humiliated me in some cases, or that I was very proud of and to get them out there. And, and also along the way, you'll have somebody read it for you and an editor and things like that. And for them to corroborate, Oh, this is a worthwhile. Tale. Yeah. 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 It feels, it feels really good. And, it, yeah. and it's a great exercise in terms of creativity. And I, I, yeah. can't, I can't recommend it enough. Even if you don't publish it, even if you just keep it for yeah. your, your family or things. Well, no, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't I fu- fucking, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. wait. I'll put, I'll put it on the internet. Yeah. I'm not going to yes. fucking just, I'm not going to go to the trouble of writing all that shit and then just sitting yes. on it, you know? A, yeah. A distant cousin did kind of a biography of this great grandfather of mine who came over from Russia. And it, and it, it it's, it's not a, a journalist who did it. It's just, I, I think he was a dentist or something like yeah. that, but it's, it's well written for, for the, for the person who's not a professional writer. And it was fascinating. And there was a, one piece that I just couldn't get over. And I don't know how this came down the, pipe in terms of people just don't talk about this back then but he i think he died in a, about 1967 and within this this uh biography of him which is probably about 30 pages or something that said he said uh and he made love to our great grandmother on his last day <laughs> at 77 he was still slinging it and and i just and i told she's <laughs> sitting shiva he gave it to me so good right yeah, right the, the, before the, dying. Took, yeah another seven days yeah, to yeah. get over the, that last which must have been a must have been a doozy my word that is just uh, yeah yeah, yeah uh, frankly it's hard for me to stand yeah you know <laughs> These old hips are pulverized. I'm sure there's a prayer for that too. Yeah, yeah. So sure there's, a, there's a prayer for everything in in Judaism. If you if you if you make the first three throw, there's a, a blessing to say. If you miss it, to to ask God for forgiveness for whatever uh, you, you did to right, make it right. miss the free. Oh my gosh, do yeah. You, uh, I, I've been. I, do you do you worry about? infecting a, uh, a child with all of your brain problems oh yes yeah yes totally. but what you know 
I did too, but what are you going to do? Yeah. The other thing is, is that there are things that we, that we would know to ameliorate a lot of the things, because I think there is a, a universe in which I had a more nurturing understanding family in which my, my depression was, was clinical, but more manageable and and treated and and I didn't have to wait until I was eighteen to yeah. see my first therapist. Right, right. Yeah, like right. I would I would rec if my if my child were to write a, a book called a, a, a Cry for Help. Yeah. I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another. That's another. I mean, well, I, well, first of all, before I go to the next that because I have you and your wife talked about that? I mean, oh yes, and and yes. what and what are you, what have you come to? Just like. Cross your fingers and hope, kind of, because. No, I, I, I mean, it's basically what I just said. That yeah. We'll be m- more prepared to raise a, a child who is a, affected yeah. by by that, and there's also a chance that it won't be. Yes, you know ex- exactly, and and which in you know like in in my case, uh, uh, you know, like it there is there's differences between your kids and where there is like things about yourself that you like that you see your kids like one kid having them maybe a little bit more than the other and then there's things you don't like that one kid has more than the other it's all you know right yeah it's all just like yeah. this weird yeah, yeah each human is a weird soup right because, from two different ingredients you know yeah because my father's mother my father was born at the danvers state mental hospital Wow. Because his, his mother had had an episode that she was bipolar and, and she was very sick and hospitalized and he was born wow. in, a, in a psych ward uh, or in a hospital that had us. Yeah, that yeah. was a psych ward. Right, right. And, and that had he, uh, and one area never, that had drains in the yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he never and he never had any episode of depression or mania or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, he was out of his mind. Right, right. But not in the way we are. Yeah. And and my brothers don't don't have this pro- I think one of my brothers might be ADHD, but he just he went into working with his hands and so he had this outlet right. for all his his energy. You learn. Yeah, you learn you coping. Le- yeah. Yeah, you learn coping and so he uh yeah, he couldn't I remember going to a basketball game and Larry Bird was playing for the Celtics, which was the most compelling player of that era yeah. in Boston. And he, we were sitting there and he just, and I'm 10 years old. I'm watching every moment of the game, the entire game. He's poking me. He's, he's 11 years older than me. Yeah. And he, and he, and he can't sit still. Yeah. And he's ordering things, walking around. Yeah. Like, what more than Larry Bird do you want? <laughs> and, he, and he's just. To keep you in yeah, your seat and he's looking keep at your his focus. Wa- oh yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. I was 10 and I had, he had the, the as, as Chris Elliott once said on Get a Life, he's got the, uh, the attention span of a circus monkey. <laughs> were you into that show that uh yes yes oh yes, my yes, gosh. yes he d- made me so happy my, in fact my first big job was in cabin boy oh that's right was, oh my was gosh. working with chris elliott which well, why was like i bring that up yes like a dream i won a contest and adam yeah and oh, adam, my, resnick. adam yeah, resnick yeah yeah oh my gosh they yeah to me, their work is like the Rosetta Stone of modern comedy. Yeah. I just, I love everything about And they're delightful people. Well, it was wonderfully formative for me, too, in that. You, uh, were, you were wonderful in that movie. Oh, I mean, thank you so much. What a great job thank you did you. in that. Thank that was, you. Yeah. But it was wonderful for me in the sense that I, my first big thing, because I did, I, I was in like, I had a bit part in another, like in a, what we used to call cable movies. Okay. Um, And 
which was a good movie. Do you mind taking me through this, or is this irritating? Because I would love to know how you auditioned, and and I would love the story of how you, because that was a good role, oh. especially for a, a big role. Yeah, yeah. And it it, it was, uh, I mean, at at. at that time they were recognized as just the geniuses Absolutely. of, of and it was comedy. A, it, yeah. it was an auspicious thing. Yes, and uh, you know, and it had it had Tim Burton behind yes. it. Yes, Tim Burton and um, Denise Denovi was his producer, and okay. she was there on set. Uh, Tim Burton like would pop in right. every now and then. Right. Um, but I was I had been in L.A. and I've talked about this on the show. I did a a, a live show called the Real Life Brady Bunch. Right. Yes. That started in Chicago, went to New York, was in L.A. And that was winding down. And because of the popularity of that show, I had gotten an agent in New York based on being fucking Mike Brady. <laughs> they had an affiliation with an agency out here, a little agency. Like they called it a boutique agency, a little yeah. agency. Actually, just down the street from here, literally yeah. two blocks down the street. Yeah, boutique meant that you paid for all post-deliveries. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, the clients covered Well, them. <laughs> I found out with the thing, that, the real yeah. glue that bonded them all together was alcoholism. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean um, like America? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I start, when I first came to LA, and I had these, I, you know, I came here with an agent, which was already so yeah. lucky, and they sent me out on everything, and I was aware, like I'm auditioning for all different kinds of things, <laughs> and and I got a job, I got like a little bit part, and again, it was like a really, it was a movie called the uh, incredibly. The Allegedly True Adventures of the Texas Cheerleading Murdering Mom. Okay. Remember how there was yeah, like a, there was a, a cheerleader's mom? there was another mom. version of that there film. There were two yes. of those. Yes. This was the satirical one okay. directed by Michael Ritchie, wow. who did the movie Smile, who's kind of in the Altman kind of yeah, yeah, band, yeah, 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 yeah. who was fantastic. And I went sure. in and read for him. And I was part, I was a sheriff's deputy in a montage of, Bo Bridges going to the sheriff and saying, my ex-sister-in-law wants me to murder someone. Wow. And they just kind of brushed him off. So there was this montage of people taking his statement. And I came in and he went, oh, one of the deputies is younger. Yeah, I like this. And then I read for him and he was like, he's like, all right, great. You got the part. Amazing. And I, like, and I again, Never I was heard like, of that. what the fuck? <laughs> and I, even I knew, and I had read for other things. Yeah. You know, like I remember reading for- Golden Palace, which was the Golden Girls after I think B. Arthur said enough and left. Okay. The other Golden uh, Girls. Aftermash. Ran, yeah, like yeah. ran a restaurant or something. Yeah. It was like for a part of an ethnic chef. You know, like I read, <laughs> you know, you know, you look at me yeah, yeah, yeah. and you think that guy yeah, yeah. is very, from somewhere warm. Uh, <laughs> right. That's what ethnic men. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I got and I got the part in that in wow. that movie. And then the next thing was Cabin Boy man. and and, you know, playing the uh, damaged man child. Yeah, was right up my alley. Sure. And I I read for it once. And who'd you read for it? Is a casting director or casting director? Okay. Yeah. For the first time. And yeah, yeah put me on tape. And and then. um Great, and thank I think you. I That's came what they back. always say. Great, yeah, thank and you. I, that was and then great. they they yeah. had me read again, and uh, while I was still here, and then it was at the end of my Brady Bunch tenure. Okay, and I went back to Chicago. I drove my Toyota pickup truck back to Chicago. Was at my mother's house, like living on my mother's two days? house. It's a couple of days. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you can however long you want to make it, but yeah. right. um, 
but uh, they want, they said, we, we want you to come back and audition again. And I was broke. My, my mom was broke. L- luckily, my uncle had backed his delivery truck into my mother's car. No way. She took the insurance money from that, wow. bought me a, the cheapest Southwest ticket that <gasps> we could get, which had like four stops on yeah, the yeah, way yeah, to yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah. Came back to L.A., stayed with a friend in Venice, slept on her couch, borrowed Jane Lynch's car because <laughs> no Jane Lynch was, had, oh was, was back in Chicago story. and left her car there. Wow. So I borrowed her car. Got a bunch of traffic tickets, which I, you know, took me, I, you know, she got a call about and she still fucking gives me, you know, it's now joking, but she was pissed. I, you know, but I was like, back then $600. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It It wasn't that much, but it was like, but I mean, I didn't have money. Right. And I just, and you know, and it's like, I wasn't, I don't, you know, I don't get parking tickets now. Hardly ever. I don't know what the fuck the problem was. Hardly ever. Ever. Yeah. Back then you had to be so careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because if you got a parking ticket, all your ex- profit was yeah. 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 So I came back and I read again, uh-huh. once again. So that, that was the third time. And this was for Adam. Wow. And then they had me read yet again. I stay, they're like, stick around. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. You know, so I was at, like at my friend's house and I, yeah. I had gone and bought, uh, the stuff I I bought a foil tray and made a big tray of lasagna, and then I ate lasagna for every meal. That's awesome. Uh, and and then after that, because and I mean because the money was running out, I bought I bought bologna bread and cheese, and then it, it was bologna sandwiches because yeah. I was there for like yeah. a week. Yeah, and I would buy a giant tub of peanut butter from a, a Costco or a, or the, I forget what the name of the other place in LA used to be where where you could get huge things of peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, and smart I, and final. Maybe? Smart and final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, smart, yeah. Neither smart, but final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, but yeah, that's what I would do. But okay, so so, you're, so you get the weekend. You're I, driving I, I, everybody I, who lives in LA crazy yeah. because here's this guy who comes out and is getting. And, his, and I have yeah. nothing to do. I can't Amazing. afford to do yes. anything. Yeah. So. They, they, I went back right at the beginning of it, and then they had me come back one more time, like f- after four days of yeah. sitting around just waiting for just that. Yes. And uh, they, <laughs> they, when I went back to read uh, at the casting agency, before I went in, I asked to use the restroom, and the key fob, you know, the don't yeah. walk away with our key key yeah. fob, was a big, <laughs> long back scratcher a plastic back scratcher like with a hand yeah and written down the the shaft of the uh back scratcher was i'm itching to read for you and then an actor's name their phone number and their oh, agent my word so somebody had gone out and made swag God, love them. thinking that these back scratchers are pretty clever and that will get me an acting job. My word. And I just was, I, I just remember like setting it on top of the urinal and just noticing it as I'm peeing and just feeling like my guts dropping out. Like just, and again, like the, the depression, the depression, you know, yeah. and you know how like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you, when you're already like yeah. sad most of the time and then you see something sad and it's just, oh, and that yeah. to me, that was the, the feeling was always like I felt like the insides of my abdomen just melted and pooled down at the bottom, like down on my pelvis. And yeah. I just like, oh fuck, what am I t-? just like what am I doing with all of this? What an image. I went in and read again. Yeah. And and then uh later that day they called and they said, stick around. And I actually was like, I was like, I can't. 
Yeah, I said, I so got to go, go home. I got. Yeah. I said, I've read for you four times. And I, I said, I read four times. I think you know. Yeah. And uh, and then I went home and then I got the job. And, Do you remember uh, how you found and out? Drove back. <laughs> drove back in my pickup truck uh, back. Just a call, just a phone just call, a call, yeah, okay. from my agent. And they were, were and, they excited when they called Oh, my you? God, they yeah. were they and were you, thrilled. And my, were you my, excited? My, oh, my agent, my agent said to me when he called me, he was like, I cried. Oh. When they told me, I cried. Oh. And then I was in his office about a month later, and he was making a call to someone telling him they got a job, and he went, I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> when I got the news, oh, I cried. No. Oh, That's how much it means. Oh, and I was like, gosh, Phonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're phonies. so phony. Oh my word, and we buy every word of it. And and oh. what was even better was this agent that, like I said, had sent me out on all kinds of things. Yeah. Now I was just idiots. That's all <laughs> I ever saw. Was like barely oh, like IQ of seven oh, dumb, so dumb idiots. Funny. And that's all they ever sent me out on from that point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So but but you it, it Made you emotional when you when you oh, found out it you was, got it. Yeah. It was, and I, yeah. you know, and what was also and, great and is also my these sis- guys that you love. Yeah. yeah, and my sister, my sister who's nine years younger than me, uh, was a huge Chris Elliott oh, fan. Wow. So it was like you know, yeah. it was like I got a job with Taylor Swift, you know, for yeah. a, a modern you know reference. So she was so thrilled, oh, and amazing. I was thrilled. And yeah. I, you know, I came back to L.A. and I had like a shitty little yeah. Kind of quasi furnished apartment in Westwood, uh-huh. and I was driving up to Santa Clarita, you know, and and because we shot in Santa Clarita, next door to the Melrose set, how or the Melrose Place set, <gasps> which was shot in Santa Clarita, and we would go wow. in there because they had actually built a pool in in the studio, and the, there was a you know like a full pool built in the middle of the studio, and we would just would go over there and walk. Right, we didn't right, go swimming right. or anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah. just kind of hang out on right. Melrose Place. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. And it was just it was it was great. And working with, working with Chris and Adam was they're so fun, they're so and funny, funny, so and fun and crazy and I, crazy and just like a constant team. Yeah, and also and in, love each other, love each other, yes. and love you, but also. Kind of an ins- kind of insult comics. Totally. And there, totally. There yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There they, was a guy. They love to push buttons. There was a guy that worked <laughs> on the crew who, like, I went in, I had lunch in Chris's trailer one day because we hit it, you know, we hit it off. And, yeah. And I had lunch with him in his trailer one day and he's like, I have to go apologize to, you know, let's say his name was Tony. Yeah. I got to go apologize to Tony. And I mean, and they, picked on Tony. He's like, <laughs> Tony said he was leaving. He even like, he didn't show up to work. I had to like call him in his hotel and oh apologize. And I was like, I was like, I said, uh, yeah, I said, is that something that you've had to do before? He goes like, oh my God, my entire life. I've been apologizing to people for not being able to stop, you yeah. know, just like right. harassing yeah. them yeah. and haranguing yeah, them Yeah, they stuff. had so many great stories. Yeah. In the, the Letterman office. Of yeah. Fact, there was one guy who actually punched Chris in the face. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he just can't them. stop. But I, I, I will say that some people say that don't meet your heroes. Meet every single one of your yeah, heroes yeah, if yeah. you can because Best, worst case, you have a funny story. Best case, this is my meeting Chris Elliott. Me, him, Adam, and my friend Mike Bonfiglio, who directed my yeah. special as a documentarian. And he uh, 
the four of us broke down the old expression "milk, milk, lemonade" around the corner. <laughs> fudges, fudges made. made. Yeah, yeah. But but really going deep, and the, and they said, "Why are there two two milk store like 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 is it is it like a, is it uh, one is an artisan milk, and then you get and then and then and then, and then there's this this fudge shop, and is it? But but they're saying the fudge is made. Is there also a retail outlet? Is there a counter where I could buy the fudge? The weather. <laughs> I mean, and can I bypass the lemonade? Yes. Do I need we're to go all, to lemonade? We're all old yeah. men, and, and we were laughing so hard that I was, I was literally on my knees on the floor saying, "You know this laughter." This, yeah. I hear this it used to happen with you and Conan a lot. Kylie always tells me, he says you, you would be begging them to stop because it was painful. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You know, somebody once like asked me. Like, what's the funniest thing? Like, what's the funniest thing you've ever heard Conan say? And I'm like, A, is just there's a tonnage issue here. I, yes. There's too much. And I said, yes. and any of the truly funnest stuff, I could never no. tell you. <laughs> I could never, ever tell you because yes. it's the worst possible things yes. you can imagine. Yes. And not just like once, not just like pop out, but like, like you said, no. like really diving, yes. <laughs> diving deep yes. into like this horrible thing about, you know, yes. I don't know, like child murder or whatever, yes. you know, just yes. the worst, darkest yes. shit. You yeah. Know? And then Chris invited Mike and I up to his house in in Maine. We stayed over. He grilled for us. He made us breakfast and we stayed up all night doing the same type of deconstruction with the the scene in The Godfather where Tessio knows what type of toilet the restaurant has where he can hide a gun <laughs> from Michael Corleone. It's like, and it's, they're like, is this why they had him on the crew? Because he, he was so knowledgeable about the different toilets. And every well, restaurant. Look at that you got a toilet That guy knows <laughs> toilets. That is a man that, that needs is, a, that a is true because of every was, toilet in yeah, town. Yeah, there was never a crap yeah. he took that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't an endeavor. Store club, <laughs> nice Johns in there. Y'all have some of the best cans in town. Did you just say store club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bravo, Andrew. Thank bravo. You. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Now the Copacabana. <laughs> you're not gonna want to take it. You're not gonna want to yeah. drop a deuce in the cabana. No, you sure not. No. And you know all the. All the you go all to the, the Cotton Club. You go all the way up down to the Cotton Club if you want to drop a, a deuce there. They don't. They don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Copacabana. <laughs> Nunzio will have you the, the dragged out by. Yeah, yeah. Toes if you take a dump in the cabana. Smith and Walensky, they got black <laughs> fixtures. They show every drop of urine. Forget it. <laughs> oh, uh, and this is what it was like yeah. hanging with them. It was so much fun. No, oh, I know. my word. Well, like, and hang, it was a dream was, come true because was, I was obsessed. It was so much fun. And Chris, um, like I remember Chris one time telling me, and it was kind of within the same thing where he's like, he's like, I just have had to get used to the fact that people, they, because I think I was talking to him. I said, you know, your comedy does like when you see his comedy, it's like if you get it, you feel like you're inside yes. something that the yes. squares don't get. Yes. And he was like, well, yeah. He said that's. He goes, people either they like what I do and they 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 really enjoy it. Or they are made angry by me. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are the two speeds I get. Like yes. there's just people who are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yes. Just, just, you know, but that's the distressed. mark of greatness. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But it's a curse too because it's I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, and it's also, I mean, 
he's done so many amazing things, but he's also like had to really like when he, he was on SNL one season when we were, I remember, and yeah. we were, you know, yeah. we were doing uh, the late night show yeah. in the building. And so again, SNL parties, I'd go see him. And I remember there was one cause, uh, Janine Garofalo was on the show, and we right. were re very good friends with her yeah, at the same oh, time. I love it was her. A, it was a I weird... work with her a lot in in, in Brooklyn. She'll, yeah. she'll do shows. She's so funny. I haven't seen her in a while, but yeah, she's Such great. a great stand-up. Yeah. I just adore her. But yeah. um, <laughs> I came in, and uh, wherever the you know the party was, and I walk in, and I can't, and Chris was sitting and eating, and, <laughs> and he was sitting like with one other guy. I don't know who he was. Sitting and eating. <laughs> and I came up and I said, hey, I said, uh, I saw the show. I said, you were very funny tonight. And he just looked at me with his mouth full, looked, like turned around and looked at me and went like, I fucking hate myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, all right, well, I'll, you know, oh, I'm going to leave you to your dinner yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll talk yeah, to you said, later. He'll, he'll say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, I'm ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. 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 He's It's it's that Letterman thing. And uh, also, Letterman was his worst critic of, yeah. his, of, his, of his own work. And it's just, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Because they've brought me so much joy. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and yet they can't, oh, they yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, um, yeah, I've been truly blessed that that this uh well i've been able the, to to spend time with so many of these people who I, I i admired so much it's the best i mean it's like it's the funniest people yes. and i mean not just like oh the funniest people in town like the world yeah like literally you come yes. across some of like yeah you know it's like if it was if it was like soccer you and i would be on first name basis with messy you know right, like right like, yeah you know <laughs> what know. i mean like we I would know, know messy know. you know and, know and 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 if that's not like what you're taking away as yeah. the thing yeah then you're missing the fucking point you yes. know yes it's like, no totally i have gotten to have so much fun and i'm a yeah. miserable wreck you know yeah uh, 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 you know yes, what i mean Sam. but i still yes. Yes, I, I still have yes. gotten to have so much fun and so much laughter to the point where I had to learn how to manage it, <laughs> and like you know, like yeah. spend all day at a at a comedy show with a bunch of hilarious people, yeah. and then come home and be like, "Sorry, babe, I'm yeah. out." No, you know, know, like I'm wrung out like a dish rag. <laughs> I know I can't be funny. You know, no, I know. Or the other on the other hand, being out with regular joes oh isn't yeah oh. yeah or yes i try not to call them civilians i know but, i know but it's like but yeah. but i've i've been able to collect a, a lot of people I, the the one thing about being such a lonely kid was once i found friends i was very loyal and yeah good yeah at it. And, and, and so i really and so i've i've been able to hold on to them my entire life and so yeah. that's that's a special kind of comedy where you have like these 40-year setups to these, to these <laughs> yeah, one yeah, liners, yeah. you'll just see somebody on yep. the street, and you'll say, "Oh, I didn't know Mr. Hennessy lived in our neighborhood." <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> the exactly. guy's been dead for forty-five exactly. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's so much fun. So I'm so, yeah. I'm grateful for that. But I, yeah, I I think from an early age, we were probably both drawn to the people who made us feel a little bit better and yeah. and and put us in a in a state of mirth with dopamine and, yeah. and serotonin, and, and so we we've, we've created on our own. So we should get give ourselves credit yeah. for, for finding what what allowed us to cope with this uh, absurd chaotic, right, unpredictable right. existence well and also too 
knowing a lot of people that are in this business who are miserable fucking yes. just miserable people oh my like you'd like what are you doing here if you want like you could go be miserable as an actuary yes. and, and you have yes. a lot less yes at price waterhouse yeah. they're always looking for misery <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right you were kind of an accountant yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah oh my yeah, god yeah i yeah. can't even the, the oh fact that you but made I, it through that without killing yourself is amazing oh there were some days yeah, yeah i can imagine yeah, yeah but i i will say that again i was able to find the people who didn't fit in there yeah so i i made friends with this one guy who was my manager but in that in that business it was like oh he's a year and a half older than you and, and he's your boss and yeah and so so he was an accountant and a CPA. And then one day he said, I'm joining the Peace Corps. I'm going to help them set up businesses in these new countries that are that are that used to be the Soviet Union. I'm going to help them set up the, their economy for the Peace Corps because wow. I know accounting. And then he did that and he worked in Europe and he, he was just to be of service was his thing, he yeah. realized. And then he came back here and he, and he joined the FBI and now he's now he solves bank robberies. Wow! Yeah, wow, yeah, that's and it, awesome. And it, yeah, and it was a, and it was a similar vibe. He says, "I wanted to give back. I've been given so much by this country. I feel like I needed to give." And he's not an immigrant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and so it became an. F, and the the interesting thing about bank robberies is he says there's there's not a lot of these exciting film type that with the, where they wear masks associated with presidents of the United States. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. He said it's it's all very it's all very depressing. It's sad yes, yes. and it's heartbreaking. Desperate and, people. And, yeah. and my my best feature is my empathy rather than rather than any kind of gun skills or righteousness. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Is trying yeah. to treat these these very disturbed people in a in a humane man see the, he sounds like one of those people because he's a superhero in my head yeah he's a, a superhero because he does not care about any kind of status yeah. Or, or yeah or he just is like well put enough to you know enough well put together that he's yeah. like well i'm gonna go do things for yes. other people yes and, and in it sounds like a non-pathological way because totally when i you know totally like in, in thinking about this interview, you know, I thought I was thinking just about therapy and just, you know, when you talk about what, what a life changer it was for you. And I'm just, I'm always amazed like why it, anyone isn't in therapy. Oh, and no. I have, I have met people that I could say like, all right, I can see you not needing it. They're very few and far between, but the, cause there are, there's like other people are, I don't need that. And it's like, yeah. Eh. I've, no, I've been around you a little bit. I think you no, could probably help with chatting with somebody about why you are like that. You know, totally. Yeah. I, I was I was talking to our friend Tom Papa uh -huh. yesterday, yesterday, and he was saying I've never been in therapy, and I and I know it's useful. He says, I "What think am I've I?" I've had the same conversation. Yeah, he says, what am I? Him, yeah, he said, "What am I missing?" I said, "It gives you, especially when your brain is damaged like mine, and it's telling you how worthless you are to have an objective viewpoint." giving you the other side of it playing devil's advocate in yeah. favor of your worth is very helpful now yeah. at some points i've found that i it was chemical i needed more medicine rather than more talk more but it's talk. always been it's always been a combination for me that's been yeah. helpful is, is talking these things out and then yeah. perhaps adjusting medication when that wasn't working but it, it's it's been invaluable to to making my my uh existence sustainable yeah, yeah. yeah i i i tell people like i don't understand religion i, I just you know it's like sure. i don't i don't I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, and I, yeah. it doesn't speak to me. Yeah. And the notion of there being a God and stuff, I just am kind of like, I, yeah. 
yeah. I don't, you know, I don't buy that. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't buy that. Yeah. And I also kind of feel yeah. like, and even if it's true, like, A, I don't think he's keeping a list of like my good stuff and bad stuff. Who, you know, what a fucking petty little fuck he is up there in the sky. Right. Like following but my, by, you know. But by most accounts, he is a petty little fuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like a vindictive motherfucker. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, if yeah. you don't believe in me, I'll send you to like the worst possible forever existence you can deal with. And then it's like, well, oh, okay. And, and why should I believe in you? Well, because otherwise you'll go to the worst possible existence ever. You know, it's yeah. like, what do I get out of it? Like, yeah. just like. He, he has a list of 10 commandments and some of them are fantastic. The thou yeah, shalt yeah. not kill. I've been a fan since, since the. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. It's a great a one. one. Yeah, yeah. But there's also thou shalt have no God before me, yeah. which is just like, how insecure are you? <laughs> there, if you listen, this is in capitalism, the, the best one will win out. You right, should just right, be, right. believe in yourself. <laughs> just believe, yeah. The yeah. way you want me to believe right, in you. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, an, and take the same day off as me. Right. I took Sunday off because I, I rested on the I rested on the seventh day. And by saying by saying by working on the seventh day, you're saying that I didn't create the world in six days. Is that what you're because a lot I did some some paperwork on the yeah. seventh day, but it was just something I, I was going to do happens. it on Monday. Yeah. Just give me a head start on yeah. Monday. Every construction job has paperwork. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got so you gotta you know, but. Uh, for me, therapy is religion. Therapy gives me yes. a sense of placement. Mm -hmm. It gives me a sense of progress, like real pro like there's I'm working towards something. Yes. I'm working at getting better. Yes. And it it unravels the mysteries of my universe, you right. know? Totally. And it and it and it is like it also, if you do it right and you are you know, if you go in there looking for bad guys. And you don't include yourself on the list of possible suspects. Oh, I know. Again, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I know. You know. It's like you got I know. like one That's of the a best point. Yeah. One of the best things to do with therapy is like figure out where you are contributing to the problem. Yes. And I just I yes, know especially so if you're in a relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I just I I know husbands. Usually, it's a husband. Yeah. Who will not go into couples therapy. And they and they need it. Yeah, they need it, and they, there's some sort of pride or or I I, I don't know what, what, a stubbornness yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. Well, and the, it's just I've heard I've heard every couple I know that got divorced started going it by going into therapy, <laughs> which is like well yeah every fucker that dies goes into the hospital, <laughs> but a lot of people walk out fine. Yeah, you know it's they get medicine, they come back out. It's you know? completely spurious. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I yeah. just happen to notice. I've, I've been wearing this wristwatch, never attacked by a tiger. <laughs> I'm not taking it off. No way. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been talking for so long. Uh, it was a it's delight. Been really wonderful. It was the, it was the, the equivalent great... of hanging around with Resnick and Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Deep, so, funny. But yeah. Yeah. But I, I, do, I do have to wrap it up just okay, because. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, of course. But I want it because there is then like, what are you working towards now? I mean, you got the book coming out. Right. Uh, Misfit. 
Tales of Somebody Something Something. Oh, Growing <laughs> Up Awkward in the 80s. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, but I mean, and and you're going to have kids. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Kid. Uh, I think uh, I'll kid. have kid. Just kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and. Have them put two in. You might get twins. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They oh, do, had, they actually do yeah. that a lot. I hadn't. I when hadn't, they implant an embryo, yeah. they often will implant two just yeah. in case. Yeah. My, I mean, my wife and I completely get this is very anxious because it, I mean, I mean, she's well aware of the, the disparity in pregnancy outcomes for, for she's a black woman. So the, mm -hmm. there, there's, there's a difference that is not explained by, by, I mean, Venus Williams, uh, rather Serena Williams had trouble. It's just the, this thing for whatever reason, it's just very anxious. So I think I'm going to try for the one <laughs> than the twins. <laughs> Again, I don't want to take yeah, her yeah. to the, she knows how to swim, but if I was teaching her how to swim, I wouldn't take her to the high diving board <laughs> on, the first, on the first one. So that's something I'm working on. And then I feel like comedy is this thing that you can keep getting better. So I'll try to get better at that. And and then I, I definitely hope the book sells well enough that they'll say, hey, do you want to write an, another book? Because yeah. I really enjoyed the process, and I think you would too, Andy. And then oh, the, like, the wait, other thing. Let me, let me yeah. I just put an intrusive thought that I have to an or get answered here. What are you going to do about your mom with the book? Oh, great question. Because, because she, she, I, I gave something. it to her. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's like a real hurdle. Totally. Me. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I get that. You know, I, I, I'm glad you asked that because I, I gave it to her and she immediately started scanning for her name. Yeah. She said, yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. And then the my other, mother told yeah. me, I don't listen to your podcast Oh, anymore. my word. Because when you talk about the family, oh. I just don't like the way you talk about the family. Yeah, my mother wouldn't even know how to understand what, how a podcast yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. She calls everything email yeah. from, the, from Netflix, <laughs> from ne Netflix to yeah. Instagram. It's all email. Oh, the first time yeah. I was on a podcast, I thought, oh, I can be, I can be freewheeling here because there's no way my mom and dad wow. will find out. And then somebody fucking oh. emails them a link. Jeez, Louise, yeah. that is such a bummer. It's so like Al Qaeda yeah, level kind of terrorism. My 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 wife put it so well. She said uh, to my mother, she said, "Barbara, this is not a, a a takedown. This is it is not. You'll notice it's not titled Surviving Barbara Goldman. <laughs> these are just very very." <laughs> <laughs> very lovely. These are very lovely, quirky stories, yeah. and the, and the fact that you would pocket Hallmark greeting cards when you worked at the Hallmark store <laughs> seems whimsical, and 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 nobody is going to judge you. My wife handles yeah. it beautifully, and and but I go to I go to the other thing is I finally I do something that makes me happy, and you're gonna find a problem with it. <laughs> but my my wife is so reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm really really lucky. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, I interrupted you. If you no, remember no, no. What you're, what you're... Oh, that I mean, the other thing is is that I I. I have a small part on Amy Schumer's show, and um, as as a, a, a Orthodox Jewish man named Shlomo, so I have to <laughs> pretend. My favorite, I, my yeah. favorite Hebrew name. It is a Shlomo great. Is oh so my good. god, it's a really yeah, yeah. strong Hebrew name. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I, I, so I, I wouldn't say I caught the acting bug because I've been studying acting for a long time, and I just, I really enjoy it. And finally, I'm, I'm getting to the. To the point where i don't uh get really anxious yeah and and so i feel comfortable so i'd like to do more of that once the once i my our strike ends yeah and 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 then i i i just love doing doing stand-up regularly so I'm, yeah. I'm so grateful i i was telling 
our friend Tignataro recently, and, and she agreed with this. She said, if I could... She and I are bitter enemies, actually. <laughs> but whatever, go on. We, we, we said, because uh, she has children now and a, and a yeah. lovely wife, and, a, and, and we said, if, if, if we could just keep this going the way it is now until the end, very grateful. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd trade any, any of the highs we would miss out on and just staying, just, yeah. staying where we are. And I, I'm very grateful and content. Yeah. And, and we all That's know- That's very this, much the yeah. fifth, the person in their fifties kind yeah. of like, you know, yeah. and we, like, I'm still here. It's right. still, you know, relatively yeah. productive. Just yes. let's just write yes. this out. Yeah. Yes. Because it, there's this thing in this, in this business, we all know people who I would consider so much more talented and, and gifted than me and they, and they've struggled and haven't had the opportunities and the luck and the timing. And, and I'm just so, so grateful for having what I have that I, I, yeah. I wouldn't chance it by by uh getting too, too greedy yeah 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 D um what what's the what's the most important thing you've learned jeez like a, a life thing yeah or, you know I mean, or like it often is like when people ask you for advice or whatever yeah, you know i th i think the the big one about what is the meaning of life i i use this expression that kurt vonnegut attributed to his son mark who was a a pediatrician, but also he he was schizophrenic and hospitalized and came out of that and and has thrived. And he said, "We are here on Earth to help each other through this, whatever it is." And I and I think, all right, that's yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's it's and then I, I love and and he, while he was a, a Jewish man, he started his own sect. Jesus had this thing where he said, uh, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you," yeah. which is uh, I don't know if he improvised it's an excellent it or system. it's just really strong. Yeah, and so and so that was really good advice. And then my mother gave me really good advice. She would say when I didn't want to go out with to a party or to a to play in a, a game, she would say, "Just go for an hour, and if you're not having fun, you can come home." And and I think small bites like that is yeah. is the is the best way to get through things. Like sometimes I like when I was writing the the book, I would say I don't want to write at all, and I would say write for fifteen minutes if you want to keep going, yep. keep going. And that yep. and that was really yeah. that was really helpful. And then that's a that's yeah. a that's a clinical strategy for yeah. ADD ADHD. Yes, yeah. yes. And the, and the other thing, and I and I say it in the in the book is that. All through my life, there were things that overwhelmed me initially, and I and I wanted to either quit or run away or or uh, commit suicide. And I figured all of them out. By definition, the fact that I'm still alive, I figured everything out from tying my shoes to multiplication to my first girlfriend and my first breakup. I, f I figured it out, and and I, I think that's really good advice to. To, to give somebody that mantra, whatever yeah. it is that they think will undo them, yeah. you, you'll figure it out. And you've a lot of things you give up way too soon. Some things you should give up, but there are some things you give up because you want them, but they're too hard. Yeah. And you don't think you're, you're capable, but yeah. we are. There's, uh, I mean, I have a attention deficit. My son has attention deficit. Like, you know, or like the can't do homework kind sure. of thing. Yeah. And I had I just have always told him, I was like, you know, I, I you're you're basically I, you know, I don't I don't want to be like, you're me, but it's kinda like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, oh, I understand yeah. entirely what you're going through. Yeah. I was you, yeah, basically. 
And I said, and all I can tell you is you got to do it. Yeah. There's no, you don't, there's no sort of magic. You know, like I said, there's a little strategies, you know, sure. like just do a little bit at a yeah. time and then yeah. give a, take a walk away from it. Um, but I have just over the years known like no secrets. Yeah. Just gotta, it's like, yeah. it's, you know, it's like weight loss. Yeah. Oh, diet and exercise. Yep. Yeah. Diet and exercise. Yeah. And, and it's, he, when I told him, you know, the first few times that we talked about it in that way, he was like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, <laughs> sure does. Yeah. I said, but I yeah. said, do I seem relatively okay? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, there you go. You yeah. know, like not, of I don't course. want you to be me, but I'm yeah. like saying, I, you know, I understand. Yeah. And, and I understand what a, what truly, and you know, I mean, everybody has their thing to deal with, but a bit, you know, but when you're sitting in your own thing, it's like, why me? Why didn't I no, get I this know. fucking thing? I know, you know, I know, but you, you know, you can do it. Right. You can do it. But it also has made you much more empathetic than people yeah. we would have been around growing up who would say, just, just pay attention, concentrate. Yeah. yeah Sit yeah. up front. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so he, your son is so lucky that he has yeah. somebody who understands and, and and can share that with them. So we're yeah. I'm gonna have you that's call good. him and tell him that's how good. lucky he is. No, but that's good parent. Lucky. That's good parenting. Lucky. That's good parenting, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Gary, this has been wonderful. Just delightful. Really, really Pure fun. joy. I'm I was. So, I'm I mean, so I've been looking forward to this in. since we were able to book it. So thank you for awesome for Great. including me on me this. Me too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And go out and buy the book Misfit: Growing Up Awkward uh, in the '80s. Um, if you grew up in the '70s, you don't. You probably won't get anything out of it. <laughs> If you grew up in the 90s, you'll be like, what is this? But if you grew up in the 80s, man, it'll be a bullseye. Chapter after chapter of bullseye. Yes. All right. That's what we call it. But thanks, right. Andy. Sure. Thank you, Gary. Gary Goldman. Uh, and uh, thank all of you for listening. And I will be back next time. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco production. It is produced by Sean Doherty and engineered by Rich Garcia. Additional engineering support by Eduardo Perez and Joanna Samuel. Executive produced by Nick Liao, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Research by Alyssa Grawl. Don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to The Three Questions with Andy Richter wherever you get your podcasts. And do you have a favorite question you always like to ask people? Let us know in the review section. Can't you tell my love's a-growing? Can't you feel it ain't it showing? Oh, you must be a-knowing. I've got a big, big love. This has been a Team Coco production. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.